Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to Domain Masters, the longest-running podcast where we teach you to be the master of your domain. Master of your domain. We discuss domains from many different perspectives, including the legal rights of owners and trademark holders, domain values, and monetization strategies. We show you how to utilize domains to drive traffic to your business so you can gain favorable search engine rankings. We discuss power tools of the trade with the power players of the industry every week right here on Domain Masters. Please welcome your host, Victor Pitts. You're listening to Domain Masters on webmasterradio.fm. I'm your host, Victor Pitts. In 2012, the domain industry as we know it will change. While none of us know exactly how well the market will receive the new GTLDs or how the search engines or DNS systems and other interrelated systems will adjust to the new TLDs, what we do know, though, is that change is coming. And it will create many opportunities worldwide for jobs and entrepreneurs wanting to be on the ground floor of the next gold rush. While we could spend several shows talking about the what-if impact of the new names, we really would just be speculating. However, it is not speculating when it comes to the upfront work required to get an application approved at ICANN and then to create the business entity around that new TLD and empower it with all the necessary tools and services to bring the new name to the market. There will certainly be a need for skilled resources to launch these new businesses, and most new registries will turn to those who are experienced and skilled and those with the needed connections to get the job done right. This show introduces you to another company in the space who can help. That company is called Mind and Machines, and our interview on this show will be with their CEO, Anthony Vancouvering. Anthony Vancouvering has been working with domain names and the Internet infrastructure since 1996. He has played a substantial role in the Internet governance issues and acted as a consultant to many of the world's top companies. He's founded and run several companies, beginning with NetNames USA, the first firm to handle domain name needs of larger companies, which he sold in 1999 to a group NBT after helping launch several country codes, uh, top-level domains, and assisting with many others. In 2000, Anthony founded uh, NameEngine and began working with many of America's top companies and intellectual property firms. And he pioneered the corporate name services model that's still in use today. He sold name engines to VeriSign and helped VeriSign with strategy and marketing and software design until 2004. Until recently, he operated Names at Work, a consulting company specializing in domain names and Internet-related uh, areas of the financial services and literary publishing. And he helped founded uh, Mind and Machines in 2009 to provide a low-cost, uh, full-service alternative to existing registry operations. Anthony grew up in uh, England, uh, Kenya, and Colorado, talking about covering some ground. 
and he has a BA from Columbia in Comparative Literature. Anthony is our CEO of Mining Machines, parent company, top level, uh, top level domain holdings. So I'd like for you to please join me as I welcome Anthony Vancouvering to Domain Masters. Welcome to the show, Anthony. Thanks for having me. Well, I, good to have you on the show. As I had mentioned to you in our, our uh, off-net uh, conversations, um, the the intent of, of this show is to, um, this particular episode is to help our, our listeners and anyone that were to download the, the podcast of the show even um, that is not currently in the domain industry uh, or they're in the domain industry and, and they're curious about the, the new uh, GTLD process and uh, what it might be like for, for bringing um, a name through the application process and then rolling it out in, into a business and, and becoming a, a registry. And you guys have been involved in this process, uh, you know, in attending ICANN meetings and, and are certainly plugged in uh, as to what's, what's involved in, in the, uh, creating an application. And you certainly have the experience and knowledge within the uh, domain industry itself. So why don't you tell our listeners that uh, don't uh, know who Mining Machines is, what, it, what services within this new, um, th- this new world uh, you guys uh, provide services for? So basically what we do is we get you through the application process uh, and the launch and into the steady state where you're a real registry, and we provide the technical back end to do that. So that's the real short answer. Mm-hmm. Um, to get through the application process is, on the one hand, it's not, ter- it's not as horrible as people think, but there's a lot of subtlety to it. So you definitely want someone who's actually been listening to what ICANN saying and not just trying to figure out what they mean by the by the application because there's some read-between-the-lines stuff you have to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but beyond that, and there's a bunch of people who say they'll help you do that, uh, half of it's about is technical questions. So you really want to be working with someone who's got their own back end so that when you begin to describe what the technical systems are, they actually know what they're talking about. And then once you get once you put in the application, which will be in... Uh, starting in January through April of next year, uh, ICANN's going to do a long evaluation of it. It might not actually take them that long for yours, but there's expected to be quite a few of them. So uh, once they do that uh, and you pass, and there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that can happen before you pass, uh, you'll sign a contract with them, and the name will go in the root, and you'll start running your TLD, and you'll do a sunrise period and land rush period, and then you'll move to steady state, and then you're a business. So my business is, me and my partners have started a lot of businesses, and we feel that uh, this is not really ICANN-specific in many ways. It's really about you know starting up a business, and we really like working with business people because they kind of know how to do that, but there are some people who just have a, not so much a great idea for a TLD because great ideas are, well, they're not usually that great when you get down to it. Um, but people who have are able to address a particular market uh, uniquely or, or effectively so that uh, they can actually have a successful TLD. So one of the first things we do is help people understand if, you know, there's a lot of misconceptions out there. 
And you mentioned, uh, we mentioned earlier the .next conference that just happened, and I was really surprised by, you know, the amount of people who getting some basic things wrong about uh, how this process works. So, you know, if you want to apply, you need to, you know, first have a, a business, really, and then be able to ask the smart questions about who you're going to be working with. So so let me ask you, just for, for clarification, because you said, you know, before you apply, you really should have the business. So to without getting into, you know, too much details, just from, from a high-level standpoint, um, what what would be that? Are you talking about a business plan, or are you talking about actually having, um, you know, relationships in place, uh, the 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 registry backend services, and and all those types of things? To what level must you have that business operational before you apply? You don't really. I mean, technically, you don't have to have any of it operational. You will need to answer the technical questions and. Going to help a lot if you, uh, which are very sort of domain specific. They're about DNS, DNSSEC, IPv6, that kind of thing. Um, but you should you should kind of have an idea about how you're going to sell this. It's it is largely a, a question of the marketing. So if you work with us, for instance, we'll take care of the back end for you. We'll give you a beautiful interface. You can manage registrations. We're already hooked into all the major registrars, so you don't have to go and convince them to integrate with your system technically. But what you will need to do is reach the people you you want to buy, you know, you want to sell domains to or other services. Because remember now, you can also be a registrar at the same time. And that's actually an attractive option for a lot of people. Hmm. Can you explain that? And it sounds like we're getting some uh, speaker pick up here, but can you explain what you mean by uh, an, an applicant can be a registrar and actually be serving role, the role of the registry and registrar at the same time? Sure. So last year, ICANN got rid of, for new GTLDs, the separation between um, registries and registrars. Mm-hmm. You still have to be a registrar, but uh, you can the same person or company can own both the registry and registrar. So one of the groups we're working with is .eco, and it may be that for them, the branding that you see on GoDaddy, which is a lot of NASCAR and uh, flashing lights and things, is really not what they want uh, for their customers. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, they may be able to address their customers directly. Now, if you take a typical web business... What you do is you find your customers, you address them, you send them to your website, and you convert a certain number of them. That's pretty hard to do in the current system with domain names because you don't get to send them anywhere. You have to send them to your favorite registrar, which could be anyone. And the message that you reach that you find there may not be the one you want to convey. Mm-hmm. So for certain uh, TLDs, it may be that the preferred way to do it is to just you know, single source it through a registrar that you create. Gotcha. So now in January, uh, I think it's uh, January 12th through uh, April something when ICANN will be taking these applications. Uh, I've seen some uh, opinions on how many applications might be uh, uh, coming in. Um, they, they run some pretty high numbers, anything from hundreds to we've even seen thousands 
of, of applications. Um, is, what's, what's more of a practi- practical expectation, you think, for uh, how many applications might be processed in, in 2012? Well, I think the first thing to bear in mind is there's this, nobody knows. Nobody has a clue, first mm-hmm. of all. Second is there's, a, I would say, not an insignificant amount of misdirection going on. Um, from various people who, for reasons of their own, want to suggest there's going to be a whole bunch of them. There may be, but, you know, who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, and the third thing to keep in mind is that uh, there's there's a lack of imagination out there. So I see the same people all going for the same few. You know, there's going to be a bunch of applications for .web and .music and, and things like that, these sort of blockbuster ones. Um so only one of those is going to win. So the number of applications does not mean the number of new TLDs. Gotcha. Uh, so now, how do they I, settle if they have multiple applications? Is there just they? I can makes that determination of which one wins, or is there like a, a bidding process, or what? So once your application, your application with I can is either going to pass or fail. Mm-hmm. Uh, of those that pass, if there's more than one. There's going to be a lot of time to make a deal with the other parties, and that's what I can uh, suggest. And then a mechanism of last resort is an auction that I can will hold. But there's lots of other ways to do it. Parties could have a private auction, for instance, and that would, uh, you know, the money would go to the loser instead of to ICANN. So I think there's a lot of different ways for people to settle uh, their differences. And I would say that the ICANN auction is probably just going to be for a very few TLDs that have a lot of applicants for them, where they, it's just too hard to settle something between the parties. Excellent. Excellent. Anthony, if you'll just uh, hold on one moment, and, and our listeners as well, as we break for commercials, we're going to be right back. You're listening to Domain Masters on webmasterradio.fm. Domain Masters will be back after this short break. Stay tuned. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. MySEOTool.com is your all-in-one SEO management resource. MySEOTool.com makes it easy to optimize and oversee all of your SEO efforts. Line-by-line detailed reports help you identify any problems and show you how to fix them. MySEOTool.com is completely automated. Once you use it, you will see a rise in your search rankings and traffic. Try MySEOTool risk-free today. Go to MySEOTool.com. MySEOTool.com. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. 
AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. Welcome to the Webmaster Institute for Financial Advancement, WebmasterRadio.fm. It's like radio with a Ph.D., WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. We're back with more Domain Masters, where we teach you to be the master of your domain. Master of your domain. Here's Victor Pitts. Welcome back to our show. My name is Victor Pitts. You're listening to Domain Master on WebmasterRadio.fm. Uh, our guest tonight is the Chief Executive Officer of Mind and Machines. It's Anthony Von Van Coovering. And uh, I'm real bad with names. I apologize for that. Hopefully, I, did I get it right, Anthony? You did. Well, one of them was right. <laughs> All right. Well, appreciate it and, and glad to have you back. So if we uh, pick it back up from our, our conversation. We talked about um, the role that uh, Mine and Machines uh, provides uh, in, in this, this new um, – uh, this new landscape that uh, is taking place uh, next year with the uh, new TLDs coming to market. Um, Anton kind of shared some of his opinions in terms of the uh, – well, he actually outlined the application process uh, and did a great job of that, uh, by the way, as well as some reasonable expect- expectations of what might be happening when there's – uh, it, you know the relationship between the number of applications and the actual number of new TLDs. They're not necessarily a one-to-one type of thing. There could be multiple applications for the the same name. Um, so we're going to kind of pick it up from there. And one of the questions that uh, that I have that I've I've gleaned from some of the the media that's been covering this is um, the the area of uh, intellectual property or intellectual property rights uh, protection. Uh, trademarks and and so forth. Um, I've uh, seen where there's uh, you know coalitions that have been found from uh, uh, people protecting wanting to protect their brand from the proliferation of of new TLDs. So I, I suspect that uh, out of all of these new TLDs that will be coming out, um, trademark protection and and policy is going to probably be a very important part. Of, of that uh, that rollout is that something that you would agree with and, and is that something that mining machines is is engaged in as well yeah absolutely I would agree with that uh, you know the brands are very worried that they're going to have to go and do defensive registrations at the second level and all these new TLDs um, I disagree with that because I've worked with a lot of brands uh, who I help them get their CCTLD registrations and there are very, very few that register in all the CCTLDs. Mm-hmm. They tend to register where they do business or they're planning to do business. So, for instance, if you're a hockey team, I don't think you're going to register in dot lacrosse. You're going to register in dot hockey. Uh, and I think if you're Nike, you're not going to register in dot music, or you might, or if you have a, a tune you want to promote, or you're probably not going to register in dot barber or, you know, something that has nothing to do with your business. So 
That being said, doesn't mean that gets rid of the worry. So ICANN has put in place a variety of intellectual property protections, some of which may be familiar to your listeners, like the UDRP, but they also have a new rapid takedown uh, provision for obviously infringing names called the URS. Um, and they can actually go after a registry itself if they can prove that the registry is engaging in a pattern of uh, helping cyber squatting. So there's a lot of protections, and they typically are a lot greater than uh, what a trademark holder would have in, you know, quote unquote, the real world. So it's something we all have to pay attention to. Uh, it's something that uh, is just part of the landscape. And I think a lot of a lot of the brands are actually going to register their names. And I think what they're going to do is do it for defensive reasons at first and then figure out, oh, hey, this is actually a great thing to promote my brand. So uh, that's that's what I expect to see. So for for um, the, the cost for some of these applicants um, to, to take these uh, names, you know, through the application process uh, out to market, just to uh, not not to give any absolute numbers or anything, but just to kind of set expectations. I, I know that the ICANN fee application fee itself is is one hundred eighty five thousand, uh, but I would I'd presume that there's there's what you mentioned all the upfront work to create the the business plan and to uh, uh, prepare the application, then the application it, it, you know fee itself, and then if you're awarded. Um, the the TLD now you've got the real hard part which is to you know to roll out a business and, and market it and, and get customers um, so the one eighty five thousand fee is is nothing more than just the tip of the wedge in in the actual investment that it would take to to launch a new registry would it not I think that's fair um, I, it depends what you want to do with it obviously you can spend a lot on marketing. Uh, one thing that we did because there is such, you know, one of the reasons I started this business is because uh, I wanted to do a TLD and I went around everyone else and I couldn't make head or tail of it. And I've been in the business, so I thought, well, I'm just going to do my own. And then I figured out that I could, you know, work with other people as well. So what we did to take some of the confusion out of the back end provider, uh, I, it's confusing enough with ICANN, you don't need more. <laughs> we just have a a flat $100,000 a year fee. And that gets you all the consulting you need and all the technical systems. We've got very, very bright people. We just hired uh, Peter Dengate Thrush, who was the former chair of ICANN. So we've got some expertise over here. And so, you know, we signed a five-year contract, and that's going to cost you half a million um, over five years, so 100000 a year. Mm-hmm. So that is, that's one cost. But you will probably need to spend a little money on a lawyer. Uh, you can't really negotiate the ICANN contract because you know, it's kind of you have to sign it or don't. They're going to publish who applied for what, mm-hmm. and you want to know who your competition is. And at that point, you're going to be making deals with people if there's more than one of you. And how you do that can get very interesting. It's it's entirely possible someone will pay you to go away. Uh, so there's, I think there's not a lot of scenarios where, uh, you lose all your money. Uh, ICANN has a refund schedule depending how far down the road you go. I think there are a lot of opportunities to make deals. Um, but 
by the time you get to revenue, mm -hmm. uh, if you don't take any money in from other means, you're probably looking at at least half a million dollars. Yeah. yeah. And what is the time, um, you know, it, 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 no one will even hear from ICANN in terms of decisions you mentioned until after the application uh, applications have been accepted and they've, they've determined whether there's competing applications and they've, they've vetted them and given them a pass and go. So no, that's, uh, that's quite right. Um, what they're going to do is as soon as the application window closes, that is two weeks after it closes, they're going to publish the applications. Okay. Then they're going to go through the evaluation process and the contention process. Ah, gotcha. So the whole world will know who's applying for what pretty much as soon as the application window is closed. So with, with that being said, what is, what is a reasonable uh, time that the market might expect, um, the best case and, and probably typical case, for, for a new TLD to, to roll out to the market? And I know that there's certainly some advantages in working with uh, an organization such as Mining Machines because you're, you, you've got pieces ready to, to plug in depending upon how they want to build it. And, and get them to market quickly, but what is a reasonable time for a new name to be going to market considering the application process and all that has to be done? Well, I think you're going to see names start appearing in the root uh, toward the end of next year. Okay. And then there's going to be a, la there's a launch period, we call it, where you have to do the sunrise and then the land rush. Right. So really, uh, going to market sort of depends how long that takes you uh, and what you know, what you think you need in terms of preparation. I think different businesses will do it differently. If you're, say, a small trade organization, you're going to email all your members and say it's open. Uh, if you want to be the next .com, you're going to spend a lot of time marketing. So I think that that is, you know, depends on the business. But I, I expect to see uh, new TLDs uh, being offered uh, to the public uh, at the end of next year, beginning of 2013. Um, I do have a couple of questions regarding kind of uh, uh, marketing of, of or, or the, the bigger picture, if you will, of the GTLDs and the impact that it's going to uh, uh, could potentially have on, on the market. I'd like to ask you. We we really haven't discussed this, and you're. Um, this, I'll take whatever answer that you can give, and I'm sure that our, our listeners would appreciate it. But as, as you know, um, any anyone that tunes into the show, Domain Masters, obviously has an um, interest in, in domain. So many of them are domain investors with an investments and in, in an assortment of uh, domains, not all of them .com. Many of them are, are other GTLDs and, and CCTLDs. So I have kind of a two-part question. One is – is uh, from from your perspective and having been on the ground floor for all this, what is the greatest benefit that these new GTLDs offer? If if you could kind of sum it up and and why why they're coming? Why do we need a new TLD? What is what is the it going to be able to do that my old names didn't do as well? What would that answer be? Well, I think the the answer is one word: is choice. Uh, you know, you're you you have a car. Uh, probably, and it drives and it gets you from place A to place B. Um, and, you know, so did, so did your dad's car and maybe your grandfather's car. So it's really not the question of do you need this, does it do exactly this one function. It's like what kind of choice do you want in the market? 
Um, so that's one thing. Uh, you know, I've certainly been in the position of having to fork over a bunch of money for a secondary domain where, because I, you know, I came up with a good name for my business and, uh, you know, somebody's sitting on it and they, they got it first. That's fair. And they sold it to me, but it was, sure would have been nice to pay, uh, you know, $10, even a hundred dollars instead of several thousand. Mm-hmm. I think that's number one. Um, another thing that I think shouldn't be left aside is that we really want the internet to resemble the real world a little bit. You know, there's not just one mall in the world where you can go and get your, your goods. You know, you have a choice of different stores and, and places to go. So as we start to see names that have some meaning in them, you know, dot shoe is for shoes, dot horses for horses and, and bets and things. That'll be good. Right now, .com doesn't mean anything. Neither does .net or .org. .edu does, but most of the big TLDs just don't. So as far as your audience goes, I mean, people interested in the domain industry, we have about 200 million domains out there today. And about half of them are run by VeriSign. Mm-hmm. And VeriSign has a, has a $6 billion market cap. And they've got a billion dollars in the bank, so that really puts the value at five billion. So you can value the whole industry at ten billion. And we think that these new TLDs are going to increase that market by anywhere from you know ten to to forty percent. We don't know what it is, but you can see that what that means in terms of adding value. It's it's going to be adding you know several hundred million dollars worth of uh, value into this market. Right. Uh, right. So, you know, how do you how do you how do you invest in that? Well, there's different ways. Obviously, you can buy great domain names as they come up for sale. But one of the things about a registry now is they don't have to offer every name at the wholesale price. There's you're going to see a lot of names reserved. You're going to see a lot of names sold at auction or in private sales because from the registry point of view. Why would you sell something to someone who's just going to turn around and sell it for, you know, many, many multiples of that price when you can sell it directly? Right. So that's – there's still going to be opportunities there. Uh, obviously, you can start your own TLD, and that's a great idea if you happen to know a market and be able to market to it. Uh, I think it's really incredible branding. Certainly, the idea of buying a generic name that describes an industry is fantastic. And the brands aren't doing that. They're all going after their own brand name. Right. And finally, you know, we're like, we uh, and VeriSign, Newstar, there are a few of us who are public companies uh, who will be holding a portfolio of names. And that's another way you can invest. Outstanding. Well, um, I think that we are at the end of our show. And, and Anthony, what I'd like for you to do is um, let our listeners uh, know how they can contact you, how they can learn more about mining machines, and uh, also tell them uh, when they, if they're considering uh, doing an application, how soon should they be contacting uh, mining machines to uh, discuss the, the process and perhaps uh, using your services. So I think if you want to do an app, you need to make a decision by at the latest uh, end of September. I think after that, it's going to be very hard because people are going to be – those of us who can do it are going to be full. Uh, you can reach me at um, my email address, which is avc, that's Apple Victor Charlie at mines, 
andmachines.com. We also have a website at mindsandmachines.com. Uh, and uh, there's contact forms all over the place. Just send me an, a message, and uh, you'll hear back from me that same day. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for being on Domain Masters, Anthony. Thank you, Victor. It was a pleasure. Hope to do it again. All right, folks. We've come to the close of another edition of Domain Masters, a radio show where you learn to be the master of your domain. I'm your host, Victor Pitts, and you're listening to Domain Masters on webmasterradio.fm. All of our shows are archived at webmasterradio.fm, as well as podcasts on such popular locations as iTunes, Google, and Yahoo. Come back to webmasterradio.fm next week for another informative Domain Masters episode. Till then, best wishes, and I hope that you're each the master of your domain. Good night, folks. being upsold at gyms my guy you're currently a base member for 90 dollars more i can upgrade you to our shred membership for 130 more you'll be a swole member and for just 300 dollars more you'll reach sweat platinum at planet fitness you'll get energy without the upsell never pushy always free fitness training and equipment for every workout it's fitness that fits your budget join planet fitness for just one dollar down and ten dollars a month cancel anytime deal ends friday may 10th see home club for details